Welcome to the Bird Dog Podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of bird dog training, share captivating hunting stories, and review the latest gear and apparel. Join us as we honor our passion for these remarkable animals and the unforgettable experiences they bring into our lives. This is the Bird Dog Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bird Dog Podcast. My name is Tice Erickson. I'm here as your host, and this is part two of picking up my new little dog that I just got. So, if you listen to part one, this is part two. I am on my way back home to Utah, and I have a red little dog sitting here on the seat next to me. In part one, I talked about how I was going out to meet a breeder to pick up a red setter for a little upland dog for myself, and I have one. I talked about how I was going to evaluate the dogs. There were three dogs I was choosing from, two males and a female. I didn't really care on uh, sex at this point. I didn't care if it was a male or a female. I just wanted a good dog, and so I, I was open to what everyone showed me the best things that I was looking for. So there's two males. The owner had named one Steven and one Michael. And then there's a female. Her name was Isla. And Isla was a little bit older in age than them. I think she was only about a month older from a different breeding. And then there's Steven and Michael. So these dogs were nine months old, roughly. And so talking to the breeder from the situation, I didn't feel like they He'd gotten out a whole lot. He probably did his best like most everyone, but I think he's a single guy and had the dogs more together. He did have some land so they could get out. He said he had 10 acres that were fenced where he could run the males and the females, two separate 10 acre parcels. I think they got outdoors plenty. Um, Where we met in Wyoming, it was pretty cold and windy. The dogs had just traveled for three hours. I'm sure it was their longest road trip and dogs and they go their first road trip that long it just it throws them off it's kind of like us sometimes we just get out of the car and we're kind of stiff and tired just from that traveling and they can sense things too I think they can sense when the owners are going to be dropping them off or getting rid of one they can kind of sense that type of stuff and so they were a little nervous I could tell that I could tell they were pretty attached to the breeder because they are nine-month-old dogs and that's common I see when people bring dogs into us for training and for my training business you know very commonly they're drooling their dogs when they get nervous especially in travel they'll get a kind of a tacky drool this drool they'll kind of like hang from their lips and get all tacky it's kind of weird it's something dogs get nervous their drool gets kind of sticky and tacky and it kind of hangs from their mouth Anyway, so there's a little bit of that I saw with one or two of them, mostly the little female, kind of evaluating her. But I'll kind of go through each one. So the first dog we pulled out was the little female named Isla. She seemed to have a good little personality. I could tell she was a little nervous, didn't know what the heck was going on, and cold weather, and all of a sudden we drove, and all of a sudden there's some stranger there. And um, But I could tell she had a good little personality to her. Um, first thing I did is pulled a, a chucker out, took the wing and dangled that kind of around and played with it and 
I have a few little techniques to get them chasing it and just see if I can get her kind of warmed up and drive. And uh, she was so- showing some interest, um, kind of getting a little creepy. I don't know if I ever saw her throw a point, but if I talked to her vocalized, she'd kind of get a little nervous and she'd run back over kind of by the owner. I was hoping I'd maybe get like a lock up on a wing type thing. But I think just there was so much going on in their surroundings, they didn't allow them to like get real comfortable and focus in on things. So I tried a dead bird. She didn't seem interested in that. Again, I think she was more um, aware of just me and what's going on. She couldn't really relax 100% in the situation. Then I pulled out a live pigeon that was clipped, the wings were clipped. And so threw that around she actually did show some excitement towards that she after it i couldn't get her to pick it up she never did retrieve it or pick it up um she kind of put her mouth on it like she was going to pick it up then she'd leave it and just kind of almost get nervous and then come back to the owner and and so we tried that with that pigeon for a while so she showed interest in it and i think she'll actually probably be a pretty good little dog she just needs to get out get socialized get more exposure i think she'll come around if she ends up going to a home um so that was her i evaluated her on barking she whined a little bit we had her in the crate made a little bit of a noise but not bad and that was pretty much the little one named isla then there was michael pulled him out and he had a pretty good little personality he came up and i pet him and kind of got to know him there for a second he did chase the bird on the wing he showed some interest on it a little bit but he was pretty distracted i think he was just kind of like more where are we at what are we doing kind of distracted by his surroundings tried throwing the dead bird uh no interest tried the live bird and really no interest he showed the least amount of interest out of the three and uh you know still pretty fairly reserved now these are setters, so I knew they were gonna be a little more reserved, a um, little more uncomfortable just with travel, new people, stuff like that. So that was Michael, and then Steven was the last one we pulled out, the other male. He's a little taller, has a little longer coat on him, but still more of that field bred coat. I threw the wing on the string right off the bat. He was showed the most interest, continued focus, didn't worry about it. The guy said he's the most independent strong-willed one and when i have an upland dog i want a little bit of that i want a little self-confidence and especially with the setter where they tend to be a softer breed and so it totally made sense that he was that way where he was showing interest in the bird or the wing i did get him to point some and i grabbed the clip wing pigeon threw that out he was excited about it right off the bat I was able to get him to pick it up and not retrieve it to hand and I didn't really care again about that but I was able to get him to go out there grab it and actually carry it around Um, and he was consistent on that and consistent on the bird so I like that Um, he was still reserved like the other ones I think just again new surroundings new person Uh, he was a little standoffish but I checked on vocalization. I put him in a crate, let the owner and I stand where he could see so he'd get a little, uh, when we were in front of him and also not in front of him, and he did not make a peep. And so he 
is the one that's riding home in the car with me. His name was Steven. Name will probably be changed. Nothing against the name, but I'm probably going to name him something else. So we got a few more hours here to hopefully pick out a name for him. And I think he kind of knew his name a little bit, but not overly. So we can still make that change. That'll be no problem. So, yeah, evaluations, I feel like it was good. We did it. Just if I had just jumped out there and picked one off, you know, personality or something like that, I, you know, I would have known. So um, hopefully those tips can help you guys if you're looking at maybe a little older dog or even evaluating a puppy. You can get them on birds, do a few things. But an older dog, I definitely want to evaluate and kind of see where they're at. Um, I think, too, just being in the industry of training that I'm in, it helps that most dogs come to us for training at six months of age or older. So I'm used to dogs kind of being nervous off the bat. I feel like I got a pretty good gauge, obviously, doing this for 16 years of reading personalities and kind of, hey, man, this is what he's telling me and looking at those traits that I have seen to produce a good bird dog. So he's been riding here in the passenger seat with me, hasn't made a peep, seems calm. That's what I was hoping for is a good calm dog around the house, but then hopefully he'll turn it on birds when we want him to and we can develop his point and turn him into a beautiful upland dog. So I'm excited about him. It's going to be a fun fun little adventure to see what we can turn this guy into so something with setters and i knew this going into it they are a softer breed um they're actually not one of the funnest dogs to train in my book (laughs) but they're fun and challenging at the same time just because they are softer you got to be more patient with them you got to use lighter pressure um but when you put them in the upland field they really open up they turn on and then i do like how around the house some of them not all of them can tend to have a pretty good little off switch so anyhow we're going to continue to bond with this guy socialize him, get him around the kids let him open up and uh yeah maybe we'll do another episode here in the future fill you guys in on how he's doing once we start into his training kind of give you an update on him and we'll give you his name also so Anyhow, that's it for part two, coming and going and picking up my new red setter. And I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you later. Have a great day.